What is going on, everybody? How are you guys doing today? Happy Monday. It is September 21st. We are almost done with this month, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful day. I am your boy, Christian Israel, and you are tuned into the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is the place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, and yes, digital assets. This is the one-stop shop for you to get everything that you need in your day for your Christ and crypto, because as I love to say, Jesus makes you a new you by giving you a new future, because in him, you are a new creation, guys. Welcome to episode 192. Today, we're going to talk about the fact that the world's biggest banks have been caught allowing money laundering. And does this lead to crypto clarity? That is the biggest question. We want to see if that's where we are leading to. In the meantime, if this is your first time to the channel, please like and subscribe. Hit that little bell for the notification so you can be notified when I put new videos or when I go live. And of course, as I've talked about for the last week, there's a link below to help out this channel. I wrote a new book called Learning to Love in the Wilderness. Just got published and you can get it from the publisher in the link below to help out this channel. So in the meantime, let's go ahead and jump right on into today's show. So this came on Sky News. Now the thing about it, Sky News is from Australia. You don't seem to see this kind of news anywhere in the States. The States stay away from anything that's going to help out the people. It's going to be honest. The mass media is not about helping out the people. Well, here we go. The banks have been caught right here. And this is my question as I read through this article. Is this going to lead to... Is this going to lead to crypto clarity? But before I go here, if you guys remember last year around July 18th-ish, Steve Mnuchin went on, uh, on uh, what is it, CNBC and had a an interview here where he talks about the fact that money laundering doesn't really happen through cash. So let me go ahead and play this for you and then we're going to go into the article and then I'll come back on this in a little bit. So let me go ahead and hit play so you can hear this. Let's go. And we're going to enforce these very, very strong. Well, we, so we, whether it's a physical money service provider or an electronic, they're going to have the same regulations. We, we'd have a problem if, if we decided every time that cash itself or, or any other form of, of currency, every time it's used for some nefarious activities, if we weren't going to use it anymore. I, I'm not sure that, that maybe it's a little easier at this point in the technology for, for certain illicit activities, but that 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 can't be the reason, um, you know, to, to say you're not going to use something. We wouldn't even use cash then, because cash is, is laundered all the time and used for nefarious act. That's all we've ever used for nefarious activities, and we certainly had plenty of them. I don't think that's I don't think that's accurate at all. The cash is laundered all the time. We have the strongest AML system in the world. You know, we just came back from FATF, where on a global basis, they've agreed to implement right. money laundering. I think, as you know, we use sanctions tools. So we combat bad actors in the U.S. dollar every day to protect right, the U.S. financial agree that system. There's been and a lot what of, we're saying is... There's been a lot of nefarious activities historically, and it's never involved Bitcoin. So obviously it's been, in, it's been uh, you know, pretty successfully done with cash. That's all I'm saying. Uh, unless you think I don't think it's been successfully done with cash. I'll push back on that. <laughs> and we're going to make sure that Bitcoin doesn't become the equivalent of Swiss numbered bank accounts, right. which were obviously a, well, a real let, risk. Let me just, to the let me drill down system. On one. 
I think that's pretty interesting right there. You know, I know Steve Mnuchin has been pushing for us to move in the direction. We see Ivanka Trump talking to Steve Mnuchin. We see uh, Brad Garlinghouse talking to Steve Mnuchin. We see all these things going in the XRP community when it comes to this Trump administration. However, here, this is over a year ago, Steve Mnuchin is basically saying no one uses cash to launder money. And we know that's not true. Every time I give you $20 or you give me $20, guess what? If we don't write that off on tax and I loan you 20 bucks, that's money laundering, period. We're not writing a loan from somebody under that. That's money laundering. Cash is easily the world's biggest money, easiest way to money launder the USD. Suitcases full. In fact, if you ever seen the movie... Um, Wolf of Wall Street, that's exactly what he was doing. They would take the money to themselves and send it to Switzerland. So we're going to see here that these biggest banks, which we know are criminals, they've always been criminals. The whole banking system is a bunch of criminals anyway. Here we go that thousands of documents obtained by journalists allegedly revealed trillions of dollars of dirty money being moved around the world. Trillions. We're talking multiple cryptocurrency market caps. Right now, the market cap. It's under 380 million in crypto. We're talking 5x, 10x times the crypto market right now being moved by these five major banks. See, we see here that it says basically some of the UK banks, by the way, I've taken a big hit. We've seen the dollar, we've seen the market just dump over the last 72 hours in general. And I talk about that on episode 172 about the DXY and what I'm expecting into October. So I'm no panic here, but we're talking about the banks and laundering right now. In over 2,100 suspicious activity reports, SAR, suspicious activity reports, covering more than $2 trillion in transactions were actually leaked to BuzzFeed News. So this international consortium of investigative journalists. So we see someone leaked this, someone wanted to get this out. Apparently, this shows senior banking officials allowed fraudsters, allowed, meaning they knew, allowed these fraudsters to, fraudsters to move money between accounts in the knowledge that the funds were being generated or used criminally. So how criminally? We're not quite sure what that means. I know money laundering is used for terrorism. We know money laundering is used across the board. Antifa uh, also uses it. Marxism type, uh, Marxism type societies use a lot of money laundering. And the United States has been money laundering for, for through governments, through uh, military contracts for, I don't know, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years now, right? So we're going to see, we're going to keep going because there's five global banks that were named in this investigation, not just some kind of tip, investigation. You got JP Morgan Chase, HSBC, Standard Chartered, Deutsche Bank, and Bank of New York Mellon, BNY Mellon. This has happened over the last 20 years of these transactions. And so they've been leaked basically from the U.S. Financial Crimes Investigation Network, which is also called FinCEN, which is a part of the U.S. Treasury. So that's why I showed you Steve Mnuchin, who's in charge of the U.S. Treasury, says money laundering doesn't really happen in cash. And here over the last 20 years... These five major banks have been doing it. And Fincent is the one actually looking into this. So you see here that the ICIG has alleged that big banks shift money for people that can't identify 
and in many cases failed to report suspect, suspect transactions until years after the fact. In other words, I give you that $20, you give someone else that $20, they give to someone else that $20. In return, I get $100 clean. I don't report that for 10 years down the road. That's what they're saying here. Money is being moved back and forth, kind of like Bitcoin washing or, or when people put money into the exchanges in crypto. All of a sudden, you get it back clean, and then you don't put it on your taxes until five years down the road. That's what they're looking at. They're saying government fines and threats of criminal persecutions against banks haven't stopped the tide of illicit payments. Of course not. You know why? Because when Lehman Brothers went out of business back in 2008, nobody except one person got a slap on the wrist for all the fraud that happened with the banks under the Obama administration, right? And the, and the Bush administration too, the Bush and Obama administrations. All the crap that went down during the banking system, no one ever gets in trouble. Ever since 71, since, the since the, we've come off the gold standards and banks have become places from being boring to becoming multi-billionaires working at a bank before you made, you know, your normal $100,000 a year. Now bankers are making millions of years of dollars a year. What is going on? Something is not right there. But they always get a slap on the wrist because the banks hold the government hostage. And now we see under the Trump administration specifically trying to move to a level playing field, trying to go to a gold standard, trying to move off the U.S. dollar as overall the world power and, and moving towards a different way to sanction. Now we see the banks getting hit with this big investigation. Bud's fees specifically describes how the giants of Western banking have moved trillions of dollars in suspicious transactions, enriching themselves and their shareholders while facilitating the work of terrorism, kleptocrats, and king drug pens. Drug kingpins, right? The SAR reportedly also shows how Russia and Ukraine oligarchs avoid sanctions to move their money into the West. And we know this. These banks are saying, hey, pay us on the back end and we'll take care of it. Pay us on the back end. We'll move here. We'll move here. Banks have been doing this forever. This is nothing new. And plus, five of the five banks to be named, HSBC and Standard Charter, both fell 5% this morning, the banks alone. And we've seen, right, Warren Buffett also moved all, their, all his money out of the banks and put it into not only just Bank of America, but also gold bullion. He's put, what, $5 billion over there? He's moved it out of these banks. He knew this was coming. We, people have seen this coming because the banks are going to take a hit. They don't want to get in line. They're going to take a hit. Standard Charter, which is also UK-based, and we're hearing right the Bank of England wanting to do a, a CBDC, has said this. The reality is that there will always be attempts to launder money and invade sanctions. The responsibility of banks is to build effective screening and monitoring programs to protect the global financial system. We take our responsibility to fight financial crime extremely seriously and have invested substantially in our compliance programs. Okay, if they say so, I think the only way personally for we to see this is for crypto clarity. This is another reason to move into crypto clarity. JP, Ch JP Morgan and Chase also said this, we report suspicious activity to the government so that law enforcement can combat financial crime and have thousands of people and hundreds of millions of dollars dedicated to this important work. We have played a leadership role in anti-money laundering reform that will modernize how the government modernize how the government and law enforcement combat money laundering. 
terrorism, financial, and other financial crimes. If this is true, why is it happening? If they're doing all this to combat millions, of course they're going to combat millions if they're going to make trillions on the back end. On the back end, it makes no sense. It says here, the government should respond rapidly to this significant investigation, says the chief executive, Daniel Bruce, right? These revelations are a damning indictment of the system that is supposed to prevent the UK and other financial centuries becoming havens for dirty money. They have to do this. Swift and robust action is needed, including potential criminal damages or banks will simply continue to threat the prosecution, the prospects of being caught and fined as a simple cost of business. That's all it is. They're going to get fined a hundred, couple hundred million dollars and they're going to make a trillion dollars on the back end. Again, Steve Mnuchin said right here that he believes it's not happening at all, but on the back end, we see and we know this is happening. We know it's happening. How do you feel? I believe this will lead to crypto clarity. When you're on the blockchain, guess what? Money laundering through the banks, even the XRP ledger. We're going to see all of this. We're going to be able to see all this movement. You're not going to see Wells Fargo doing what they did. HSBC, Deutsche Bank, Lehman Brothers, those type of banks. You will not see them doing those things. That's just what I think. Now it's time for me to tell you. Now it's time for you to tell me what you think. Do you believe? that we will see crypto clarity because of these banks doing these things. Is this over? Is it done? Is the US dollar done? Well, we see that now. You let me know right in the comments below. You guys know I love to see your comments below. So please let me know what you think. In the meantime, guys, that is the end of the crypto section. Now we're gonna dive in to the Christ. And we're going to read 1 John chapter 3. And it goes like this. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. That we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God. And what, will, what we will be has not yet been made known. Yet we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. Guys, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, the world will not like you. They will not know you. They will not understand you. In fact, they will say what I hear all the time. You talk about Jesus too much. What are you hiding? You know what I'm hiding? Nothing. Here's why. Because Jesus is the son of God and he saved me. So I'm trying to get that message out to the best of my ability. And that's what it is. If I didn't tell you about Jesus, I would be hiding the chance for you to get your salvation. Instead, he is the reason I am happy. He is the reason I get up in the morning. He is the reason I started this channel. He is the reason I breathe. Because without him, we would not have grace and truth. And Jesus is the son of God. And God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for those who believe in him. That he was dead, he was killed and resurrected will be saved and not be put to shame. That's all. That's all. That's it. That's simple. You cannot get to heaven by your works. And I start talking about this, guys, by the way. If you ever pay attention 
to my uh, Sunday scriptures, episode 191. I do a sermon and I'm going over the beginning of 1 Peter. It's a five, it's a four-week segment. Please check it out if you are interested. I also just did a Prime XBT, uh, Prime XBT uh, exchange review on there, including the bonus code if you are a trader. In the meantime, guys, you have to let me know what you think about the world's biggest banks being caught money laundering. Will this lead to crypto clarity? Also, if you guys want to support the channel because this is not monetized, like I've said before, please click the link below and purchase my book, Learning to Love in the Wilderness. It's a 40-day journey where I talk about my journey and my life to Christ and who I was before and all the crap that I have gone through, all the things that I've done, all the things that have been done to me. I go in there and it's a pretty raw book about who I am and who I was and who I now am and have become through Jesus Christ. Guys, this is the end of episode 192. I am your boy, Christian Israel, and you are tuned into the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is the place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, and yes, digital assets. This is the one-stop shop for you to get everything that you need for your day in your Christ and crypto. Because as I love to say, Jesus makes you a new you by giving you a new future because in him, you are a new creation, guys. Please remember, God loves you. I love you. You are loved. Until next time, guys, peace and love. God bless you all. Later, guys. You lose your phone, you hit a button, it starts beeping. I don't know how $100 billion in a Wall Street product just goes missing. Maybe we need to find my CLO thing. Now is a historical moment, a time, not only to fight severe virus, but to shape the system. We have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. So we must use all the levers we have at our disposal, knowing that each and every one of us has a vital role to play. Now is the time to think what history would say about this crisis. And now is the time for all of us to define our own role. What is it that would make it so that history would look at this crisis as the great opportunity for reset? The Great Reset is a welcome recognition that this human tragedy must be a wake-up call. It is imperative that we reimagine, rebuild, redesign, reinvigorate and rebalance our world. Bank branches and ATMs will start disappearing across the country as the pandemic shifts Australians further towards a cashless economy. The use of cash is more than halved as many retailers switch to cards and phone payments, transforming the way we use money.